all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. How about now? Do you guys have sound now? You should have sound now. You should have it now. You should have it now. Give me a thumbs up if you've got sound now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You should have it now. You should have it now. You should have it now. You should have the sound now. It tells me you got sound. You got it. Perfect. There we go. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. Okay. Just the setting. That's all right. I just making sure y'all were really on prayer. That's what I was doing. Really making sure you're in. We just added our Instagram fam on both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Instagram. Come on in, everybody. Let me know where you're watching from and share this video again as i was mentioning but you couldn't hear me my mouth was moving but you couldn't hear me uh i am not in my normal place tonight for prayer i'm in memphis tennessee i'm uh, preparing tomorrow i'll be preaching the eulogy for my uh, stepfather so thank you for your prayers i appreciate that um and let's jump in come on in centennial good to see you atlanta new jersey good to see you tampa good to see you aurora good to see you come on aurora good to see you more aurora Good to see y'all. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Atlanta, good to see you. Littleton, good to see you. Where we at? Where we at? Talk to me. Talk to me. Let me know where you are watching from. Listen, let me encourage you, if you do not have the Harvest app, to make sure that you get the app. How do you do that? That's the best way to stay connected to all things Harvest. You simply want to text the word Harvest. 
and the phone number 877-552-4746. Text the word HARVEST to the phone number 877-552-4746. Virginia Beach, good to see you. LA, Aurora, good to see you. Denver, Naperville, y'all are over here. Come on, let me get you to share. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. New York, good to see you, New York. Uh, good to see you. Listen, it is so good to be together with us. Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray on a variety of different social media um, platforms, our app, our website, and all of that. And so that's so awesome to see that you're part of that. Westminster, good to see you. Atlanta, good to see you. No Kakalaki, good to see you. Atlanta, Georgia, good to see you. Jacksonville, Florida, y'all are in here. This is amazing. This is amazing. Zane. This is fantastic. So listen, as we are um, in prayer tonight, uh, as you continue to share, um, again, when you share, people get saved. Um, I want to encourage you, as I already did, to get our app. It's going to get a few of you to type that on each platform to get our app. When you get our app, it is going to make sure that you have everything that you need to stay connected to Harvest. The app is the number one best way to stay connected to Harvest. And you get our messages, our podcasts, so many different resources and things that are made available to you. So make sure that Sydney, Australia, good to see you. Concord, North Carolina, Marietta, Georgia, y'all are in there. Harper City, California. Let's go. I love it. We are all over tonight. We gather together every single Monday night for one hour to pray from seven o'clock mountain to eight o'clock mountain. That's eight o'clock central to nine eastern. That is uh, to, to nine uh, Central and then of course that is um, nine o'clock Eastern to ten o'clock Eastern. We gather together every single Monday night for one hour to pray. Um, we call it Command Your Week Prayer because it's a biblical pattern of prayer. And the Bible teaches this principle. Number one, uh, the day in the Bible began the night before. So this is why in Genesis you'll see you'll see where it says in the evening and the morning were the first day, the second day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then you see this power of prayer with Jesus. The Bible says often that Jesus got up before the sun. Uh, rose so that he could reset the day. Hey, College Park, Atlanta, y'all in here tonight so that um, he could reset the day before the day uh, set him. And so what we are doing in, in this principle of prayer for many of you, especially if you grew up in church, you were taught people that what they would do is they would say, you know, get up early in the morning, get up early in the morning. Well, biblically speaking, you're already halfway through the day by the time you pray, because the day begins the night prior, approximately 6 p.m. So biblically speaking, we are at the beginning of a brand new day. Can I get you to type that on the screen? A brand new day, a brand new day, a brand new day. That's where we're at. All right. So listen, make sure that you share when you share people get saved. Thank you all for your condolences. I appreciate that tremendously. Again, tomorrow I will preach um, the uh, fu uh, funeral tomorrow for my uh, stepfather. And let me just say this. Um, can I just say this to everybody who's ever dealt with any grief? The purpose of a funeral, it's really a celebration of life. Number one, um, you celebrate the good and uh, and you do that. But number two, it is really for those that are living. It is for those that are living. You, it's an opportunity for people to come to the Lord. So I want you to actually join me in prayer that tomorrow, uh, I think it's at 11 or something central time, that tomorrow there will be a great harvest of souls and decisions of people that come to the Lord. That's what I'm going after tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going after people who may not step in a church, who may have not uh, I've been in uh, around a, an environment of Christianity who may have not heard a preacher in years, who maybe have never been to church in their life. How many of you wave at me? If you gonna believe with me that tomorrow at from eleven until however, whenever I'm done, 
that we'll see a great harvest of souls. Wave them if you want to agree with me for that. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray, God, that tomorrow there be a great harvest of decisions made for people to give their life to you and people to recommit their self to you, Father. Tomorrow, Father, as I fulfill my assignment, I pray, God, that you would anoint my words. I pray that you would anoint what comes out of my mouth, God. You would speak through me and that tomorrow, Father, we would see a great harvest of decisions of people coming to you. God, use death to bring life. Come on here, y'all. Use death to bring life. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you would make the assignment easy. And I pray that there'd be an openness and a receptivity for everybody that is in that service tomorrow to hear and to respond to the gospel. Do what you do. Do what you do. Just like uh, you did all throughout the scriptures. Get the glory, God, even out of this situation. And for that, Father, we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name. Come on, y'all put a praise on that. That's amazing. Let me share that with everybody, anybody that's ever dealt with grief. Out of death, God brings life. He's the only one, we sang your song yesterday, that can turn graves into gardens. He's the only one that can do that. And so that's my hope. For tomorrow, I'm going on there in assignment. I want to get lottie dotty everybody. I want to see folk that ain't never been to church, folk that would never uh, come to hear a preacher, folks that would never do that. I want to see them come to the Lord tomorrow. So we're going to see that happen tomorrow. And, uh, and I believe I'm going to have a praise report tomorrow night for you doing a preview. On Tuesday nights, I do a preview of Wednesday Night Live Bible Study at 9 o'clock Mountain on the Bishop Foreman TikTok, the Bishop Foreman Instagram. If you don't follow me on that, make sure that you follow me on that. All right, guys, again, if you haven't shared, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Um, we're going to pray tonight. And um, of course, as we pray, we're going to cover several things, guys. This is the last prayer of the third month uh, of 2022. And we started this year talking about how this was going to be a weird year for you. And weird does not have a negative meaning. Weird has five distinct definitions that are good. You're the first quarter down. Watch me. Got easy to type this on the screen. I made it. You have made it through the first quarter of 2022. And I pray that this quarter uh, has revealed a lot. I pray that it's shown a lot. I pray that you've grown a lot. I pray that you've seen amazing things happen. You ready? Let's go into prayer. Father, we bless you. And we honor you, sir. We thank you that this is the day that you have made. And we have yet but one choice to rejoice and be made glad in it. Tonight, God, we thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. We thank you for the privilege that we have to come before your throne boldly and approach your throne boldly and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. Father, we thank you that tonight when we pray, we don't pray as sinners saved by grace. We don't pray as anything we used to be. We can come to you boldly tonight and approach your throne boldly. What does boldness mean? It means that we don't have to water down what we ask for. Come on. It means that we do not have to reduce what we're believing for. Um, Father, give us boldness tonight. Proverbs 28 says that the righteous or as bold as a lion. And I pray tonight, God, that we would have a boldness like a lion tonight. So we wouldn't water down what we pray for. We wouldn't reduce what we pray for to fit what we think that you can do or fit how we think you can make it happen. That I pray that we would be bold as we pray tonight, God. You said in 1 John chapter 1 that if we confessed our sins before you, that you are faithful 
and you are just to forgive us, which means we don't come before you tonight, God, as an ex anything, as a former anything, as anything negative. We come before you tonight, God, as forgiven. Can I get you to type that on the screen? We come before you tonight, God, as forgiven. You have forgiven us and cleansed us from all unrighteousness. Here's what I love from all sin. That's the mistakes that we made. We are forgiven. For all transgression, those are the things that we willfully deviated. When we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right, we are forgiven. And God, from iniquity, that is generational sin that has been passed down and around, we are forgiven tonight. And for that, we say thank you. So as forgiven people, God, here we go. We forgive. As forgiven people, we can forgive. This means that we do not have to hold grudges. It means that we do not have to be bitter with people. It means that we do not have to hold on to things from the past. As forgiven people, we can forgive. Come on, type that on the screen. I forgive. Not only are we forgiven, but tonight, God, we declare we forgive. You said now, if we had an thought against anybody, go deal with that first and then pray. So tonight, God, we follow your pattern. You said, God, that not only do you forgive us, but we are forgiven. So we release it tonight. Come on. We release those that have done us wrong. We release those that have talked about us. We release those that we want to have an attitude with. We release those that we want to clap back at. We release those, Father. I pray that we not mishandle the moments and forgive. I pray that we not mishandle moments and hold on to things that we must let go of because you let our sin go. Father, that means that we have to do the same thing for someone else. You said that if we did not forgive, you would not forgive us. Nobody. I need you to put on the screen. Nobody. Nobody is worth us not being forgiven from you because we choose not to forgive them. So as we are forgiven, we declare tonight in prayer, and God, that we forgive, that we forgive, that we forgive. And we thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, y'all. Let's come up for air. Everybody type out amen on the screen right there. Look at me. Nobody is worth you um, not being forgiven. Jesus said, if you hold it against them, then he is not going to forgive you for yours. And I don't know about you. Watch me. But I got stuff I need him to forgive me for. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of Jesus. So here's the deal. Don't sit up and act like you ain't never had some stuff you need to be forgiven for. Watch me. But the same forgiveness you want it's the same forgiveness you're going to have to give. How many of you right now, you know that even when we prayed that, there were names and faces that began to pop on your mind of people that you needed to forgive? Wave at me. There were names, there were faces that popped on your mind. And you're like, I know I need to let that go. I know I need to forgive that person. I know I need to release that. Listen, nobody is worth you not being forgiven. Nobody. And listen, let, let's go here because forgiveness does not mean look at all the hands 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 look I'm, look they're moving so fast i can't even put them on the screen look at all these hands look at all the hands we all we all look 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 so look somebody says i've been on an apology tour we all have done that but let's go here forgiveness does not necessarily mean a return of fellowship you got to hear me Monday night prayer. Forgiveness does not necessarily mean a return to fellowship. What does that mean? I can forgive you, which means I release you from me being responsible for the consequence. 
I release you from me being responsible for the consequence. But watch me. But it does not mean that this goes back to what it was. Oh my God. See, for some of y'all, watch me. You think the reason you struggle with forgiveness is because you think you got to go right back to the same way that it was before you forgave them. Watch me. You are not God. You are not the Lord. He casts sin. He casts our sins into a seat of forgetfulness. Watch me. Um, you, when you forgive someone, you are releasing the pain, you're releasing the hurt, but you're keeping the lesson. <laughs> and I need for some of y'all to learn how to keep the lesson. Forgiveness does not mean a return of fellowship, which means we may not go back to being cool like how we used to be. Now, I got nothing but love for you. I ain't mad at you, but it don't mean you're going to be all in my house no more. Y'all better talk to me. It doesn't mean uh, you, you're going to be calling me the way you used to. Mm -mm, mm -mm. There are certain privileges you lose when you breach certain places. Y'all better hear me today. There are certain levels of access you lose when you breach certain places. I want you on every platform. We're going to cover this in prayer. Because for some of y'all, that's why you struggle with forgiveness. Because you think that means you got to let them right back into the same place and space that they were. Listen, you remember the lesson, you forget the pain. You forget the pain. And listen, and here's forgiveness. You don't bring it up anymore. You don't bring it up anymore. But it doesn't mean I have to let you back into a space that you've proven that you don't know how to handle. But you've proven that you don't know how to appreciate. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would practice forgiveness according to your word. And forgiveness, God, it means we release it. It means we let it go. It means that we are not responsible, nor did we try to hold somebody that's responsible and make them pay or get vengeance. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. But Father, please help us to understand that forgiveness does not mean a return of previous fellowship. It does not mean that things go back to the way that they used to be. Father, we even see this in the garden with Adam. Adam never got access to the garden again. He never got access to Eden again. This is why you had to come, Lord, and be the, the final Adam or the last Adam to undo what he did. Because even though, Father, we can presume that because you loved him and we can presume that you forgave him, you did not give him access to that sacred space again. And Father, I pray that tonight that we would forgive. And Father, we would forget the pain. We would release the pain. We would release the breach. We would release the feeling of whatever it was that was negative. But I pray we would remember the lesson. Why? So we do not have to repeat it another year or another day of our lives. Come on. I need you to type it on every platform. I will not repeat. I will not repeat, Father, our declaration tonight on Instagram, on Facebook pages, on YouTube pages, on Facebook groups, on Twitch, on Twitter, on our app, on our website, Father, is that we will not repeat any negative cycles or circles. We will not repeat any negative cycles or circles. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, y'all. Put an amen on the screen, whatever platform you are on. Guys, do me a favor. Whatever platform you're on, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Again, as you can see, I'm not in my normal uh, place for prayer. I am in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, tomorrow, we'll preach um, the, the funeral of my stepfather. Thank you again for your prayers. We covered that in prayer because I'm going after decisions tomorrow. I want to see people come to the Lord tomorrow because at funerals, you will see people that will never go to church. And that don't go to church uh, for whatever reason, right? You will see them there. And so tomorrow I will be on assignment to snatch as many of them as I can um, um, from hell and bring them into light. Y'all got to hear me. All right. So that's that's my assignment tomorrow. So cover that in prayer. Okay.
Here's what I want to shift into um, as we are coming into a season um, that are called the spring feast, the spring feast, the spring feast. Um, during this time, it is a supernatural time. It's a supernatural time. All right. Um, the Bible is not based off of the Gregorian calendar. That's named after Pope Gregory, I think the 13th. It is named, um, the Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar. Can I get you to type Hebrew on the screen? Hebrew um, is the language of God. It, uh, the Hebrews are the chosen people of God. Now, pay very close attention to this. The Hebrew calendar has four different starts predicated upon um, the reason, which means God has built new beginnings into the calendar so that roughly every three months, and you think about it, the season naturally, winter, fall, summer, spring, Last approximately three months. God says, I have set it up to give you new beginnings and it's built in. I need you all to hear me. Um, God never needs you to feel stuck or stagnant. And there can be areas of your life where you feel stuck, where you feel stagnant. And God says, I built it into my calendar for there to be perpetual new beginnings. I want to cover that in prayer tonight um, because sometimes um, you you can feel stuck in an area. And listen, here's the trip. You may not even really be stuck, but you can feel stuck. You can feel stagnant. And so sometimes what God has to do is he has to hit, hit a reset button, not because you are stuck, but because you feel stuck. So here's the first thing we're going to cover. We're going to cover that your perception doesn't make you feel something that's not real. Y'all not talking to me in these comments. You're going to pray that your perception doesn't make you feel something that's not real. Because some of you feel stuck. You're not stuck. Watch me. You're just above your warfare. Jesus, I could teach this thing tonight on prayer. What do you mean by that, Bishop? Um, there's this certain, when I was flying out of Denver this morning or this uh, early afternoon, we were flying out. Um, when we were flying out, everything was good, and then we hit some weather, and then all of a sudden it got it got it got really really really. really. Hey guys, please do not solicit on my pages to try to get um, uh, things and resources and all that. If you need resources, we have a resource guide on our website. But please do not come onto the page uh, and attempt to um, to uh, solicit on the page. All right, I had to delete that comment. Please do not do that. I love to keep you on the page, but we'll have to block you if you do that again. All right, listen. Um, so as we were, as we were coming up, um, everything was good. And then we hit some weather. And then when we hit the weather, it got kind of, you know, like this here. Uh, and then he said, we just have to get above this weather. And once we got above the weather, the, that turbulence that was there was not there. And for some of you, you feel stuck, but you are not stuck. Hear me. You are just above your warfare. It don't hit you like it used to hit you. It don't mess with you the way that it used to mess with you. It doesn't affect you the way that it used to affect you. So you are not stuck. You're just above your warfare. So consequently, you can feel stuck, but you're not. You're just not phased by what you're going through. Who am I talking to right now? Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for our perception because our perception becomes our reality. I pray that we would not feel something that is not real. I pray, God, that we would not think that something that is not legit is legit because of how we feel. Cause us not to be led by our feelings, but cause us to be led by faith. Not even facts, because one of the Hebrew words for faith is pistis, which means truth, which means, God, there's a difference between your truth, God, 
And facts, facts may be God that um, is negative, um, but the truth may be you make all things work together for our good. I pray that we would not feel something that is not real. I pray that we would not feel stuck or stagnant. No, we're just not phased by the warfare. We're just not phased by what used to stress us out. We're just not phased by what used to worry us. We're just not phased by used to what used to make us want to give up. We're not phased by who puts their tongue on us. We're not phased by it. I pray that we would not feel stuck, God, but I pray that we would see that as progress. I pray, God, that we would see that as progress tonight. I dare a few of you on every platform to just type, I'm progressing. I am progressing. I am progressing. And Father, our confession is that while we may not have acquired where we desire to be, we are thankful that we are not where we used to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, God, for new beginnings and fresh starts and resets. Thank you, God, for new beginnings and fresh starts and resets. Thank you, God, for new beginnings and fresh starts and resets. There are certain things, God, that we must reset. This means that it needs a new beginning. It needs a fresh start. And Father, I pray that it start in us. Every mentality that needs a reset, we give you permission. Reset it tonight. Come on, y'all. Every ideology in us that needs a reset, we ask you to reset it tonight. In Jesus' name, every thought process that needs a reset, we ask that you would reset it. We give you permission tonight. Every way we talk that needs a reset, we give you permission tonight to reset it. Uh, the way we walk in terms of how we live out our daily lives, those areas that need a reset, we say reset it. We give you permission tonight, God, to let the new beginnings and the fresh starts be in us. We cannot let circumstances change and we remain the same. We cannot let the year change and we remain the same. We cannot let uh, our environment change and we remain the same. Changing cities, changing states, changing jobs, changing environments, none of that will matter if we remain the same. So tonight, we give you permission, God, to start your reset in us. During the spring feast, God, we are commanded to self-reflect and self-correct. You said for us to remove the leaven from our lives. Leaven means error, which means we are to self-reflect and self-correct, self-reflect and self-correct. Show us ourselves. So then when we see ourselves, we will know what to correct in ourselves. Show us, God, the people that we have hated, that we needed to love, the people that we've been angry with, that we needed to embrace, the people that we've ran from, that we needed to run to, the things that we have run away from, that we needed to embrace. Show us what we must do differently. We do not want a repeat in 2022 of 2021. Mm -mm. Our confession is that our next 12 months, God, will be our best 12 months of life. And for that, we say thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, let's go old school. Tell him to have his way. Lord have, Lord, have your way in us. Have your way in us. Have your way in us. Have your way in us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. So listen, listen, let's come up for breath for a moment. Um, during this time, during this time of the spring feast, um, there are three fall feasts, four spring feasts. You have Passover, and I talked about these in yesterday's message. So if you don't have our app, get our app so that you can see this in the message. And I've taught a lot on the biblical feast. At Harvest, we don't honor things like 
Lent and Ash Wednesday and stuff like that, because that stuff's not biblical. Nothing against people who do. We just don't because that's not Bible. What is Bible are the feasts. And the feasts, you have the spring feast and the fall feast. There's seven major feasts. Seven. Can I get it for you to drop seven? Seven uh, is the biblical number of shalom. What is that? It's the biblical number of completion, which means when you honor the feast, seven, when you honor the feast, you will see shalom. For some, they never, ever see shalom. They never see peace. And they never see where nothing is lacking and nothing is broken and all is well um, and nothing is missing because they have never been taught to honor the feast. What did I teach you? The Bible says in First Samuel that if we honor God, if we honor what's important to him, he will honor us. That's what he said. Right? So three fall feasts and there are four spring feasts. The first is Passover. Now Purim comes before that. Purim is a minor feast. It's not considered one of the major seven. After um, after Passover, what is Passover? Passover is when the blood of the lamb was applied at the doorposts of the Hebrews' homes. And so when the uh, death angel was released, when the death angel was released, right, those are good. I see somebody on here mentioned Sukkot, Shavuot, right, those are just, those are different ones. So Shavuot uh, is, uh, that's Pentecost, that's coming. Sukkot, that's a different one. Um, but we're talking about the, the spring one. That's good though that you know their, their corresponding Hebrew names. Um, but but in this, they're very close attention. Um, in that, um, but Passover, Passover represents how the children of Israel came out of Egypt. Hear me, there are some things you are about to come out of, listen to me, quickly. The spring feast represent this sudden fast forward movement. I'll say it again. Sudden fast forward movement. Guys, if you're just coming in, make sure that you share. If you're just coming in. Purim, is that from Esther? Yes, it is. That is from Esther. Um, that is where you see the plot against God's people turned and it goes against the one that uh, was trying to do it. The ditch people dig for you, they better dig too because the trap they set for you is for them. Listen, during this time, during this time, pay very close attention, pay very close attention, very close attention. Um, during this time, um, Passover, the, um, the death angel passed over wherever the blood of a lamb was applied. And I need you to hear this. What's significant about this um, is it represented God taking them out of Egypt, taking them out of Egypt and taking them in taking them out and taking them in, taking them out, taking them in. All of the spring feasts, sudden fast forward movement. Listen, there's some things that have been a certain way in your life for a prolonged period of time. And sometimes things can have been that way for so long that you don't even believe it can change. Watch me. The spring feast, think of the, think of the word springs, to spring up. Now pay attention to the word spring. Just pay attention to the word spring. To spring up, to come up quickly. Pay attention. The only way you get something to come up quickly, think of a spring in a mattress. You have to put pressure on it first. So what happened? God allowed pressure to be applied first. So then they were able to spring forth quickly. Here's what I want to cover in prayer. That you do not pay attention, that you do not mishandle your pressure that you do not mishandle your pressure, that you do not mishandle your pressure. Because for some of you, watch me, when the pressure is too much, here's what happens, is that you begin to buckle. You're not supposed to buckle. You're not supposed to, to, to act a fool. You're not supposed to give up. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. The pressure is applied so that you can spring forward. Sudden, 
fast forward movement. Wave at me if you've got some pressure in any area of your life. What is pressure? Something, a weight is being applied to you. A weight is being applied to you. A weight is being, wave at me, wave at me if you got any pressure. And here's the thing about pressure is that you can you can be good in certain areas of your life and then in other areas you can be like, you got it? Do not mishandle your pressure. What was the pressure for the Hebrews? They went through 10 plagues no after no after no after no what happened um moses would go into pharaoh and say let god's people go pharaoh say no and you know who made them say no made him say no god made him say no which means the pressure that the hebrews were under was a pressure that god applied the pressure that they were under was a pressure that god applied and i need everybody to hear me 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 do not allow the pressure to make you punk out do not allow pressure to, to puncture your expectation or your faith. Let's cover that in prayer, Father. In Jesus' name, we declare, God, that we will not mishandle our pressure, how, whatever form it comes in. Some pressure comes through unexpected challenges. Some pressure comes through a multitude of decisions that have to be made. Some pressure comes through new expectations that are added. Some pressure comes through feeling responsible to carry certain things. Some pressure comes because of delays. Some pressure comes because of denial. Some pressure comes because of a feeling of isolation. Some pressure comes because we feel that who we need to help isn't helping. Some pressure comes uh, because we feel like God isn't helping. Some pressure comes because of unexpected health challenges. Some pressure comes because of unexpected transition. Some pressure comes because of unexpected bills. Father, some pressure comes because of unexpected uh, um, uh, uh, weight that is added. But tonight, Father, we declare we will not mishandle our pressure. Why? Because it is the pressure that causes a spring to have sudden fast forward movement. It is the pressure that causes a spring to have sudden fast forward movement. So I pray God that you would give us peace in the midst of pressure. Y'all better pray with me tonight. It doesn't mean that the pressure, pressure will be peaceful. It means that we will have peace in the midst of the pressure. It means that we will have peace in the midst of the pressure. So we will look at the pressure and we will say, I got this. I pray that we have an attitude like the Apostle Paul who said, I can do all things. What does that mean? Even if I'm doing them under pressure. I can do all things even if I'm doing them under pressure through Christ that strengthens me. And for this, we say thank you now. We declare we will not mishandle our pressure, but we will have peace in the midst of our pressure. Here's the number two P. We pray God already that we will have the right perspective in the midst, in the midst of our pressure that we would not see our pressure as a call to stop, but we would see our pressure as a call to move forward, that we would not see our pressure as a call to hold back. We would see our pressure as a call to go forth in the name of Jesus. You said when the children of Israel were under pressure because the Red Sea was on one side and Pharaoh was behind them, you told them, why are you crying to me? Why are you crying to me? Why are you crying to me? Father, they have the wrong perspective. You told them, go forward. So tonight, Father, I say that we will stop our complaining. We will stop our crying. We will stop our woe is me. We will stop our why me. And we will say tonight, God, that we will go forward. Why? Because if you be for us, who would dare be against us? Pay attention. If you be for us, 
who would be against us, which means there is nothing that can come against us or who or what or where or why or how that you are not using for our good. We declare we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Till tonight, God, I thank you for your strength. Come on, I won't pray tonight. I thank you for your strength. 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 You strengthen us, Father, and that strength sometimes comes with giving us the ability to stop speaking negative. That strength is you give us the ability to stop thinking negative. You give us the ability to stop acting negative. You give us the ability, Father, to know when to take certain actions. You give us the ability to know when there are certain things we do not need to treat. Father, some of us, the only reason it feels so much is because we're trying to treat everything and everything doesn't need to be treated. Everything does not need to be addressed. You did not let Judas get you off of your assignment. You chose not to address him because you knew that you were not going to change him. Show us where not to put energy because there will be no return. Jesus, show us we're not to pour because there will be no harvest. Show us we're not to exert strength because it will not be beneficial. And for that, we say thank you now. In the name of Jesus, we ask for peace in the midst of pressure. We ask for the right perspective in the midst of pressure. Here it is. Now, God, we ask that you would give us the right uh, push in the midst of pressure, the right push in the midst of pressure. I pray that when we exit prayer tonight, God, that we have a fire that is on the inside of us. Like Jeremiah, Jeremiah said that even when he felt like throwing in the towel, even when he felt like giving up, he said he was never going to say your name again, that it was like a fire. It was a push that was shut up in his bones. I pray that tonight when we get off of prayer, we'd have a push. I need a few of y'all to put a push on the screen. Type that word push, that we'd have a push to see things through to completion. We declare that we are those that follow through to completion. We are those that follow through until things are done. We are not those that do things sloppily. We are not those that do things with a lack of excellence. We are not those that don't see things all the way through. But we thank you that there is a push that you give us in the midst of pressure. And I pray that it be the pressure that make us push harder. It'd be the pressure that would make us push harder. It'd be the pressure that would cause us to push harder. And Father, when we push, your word says in Isaiah 66 and 9, that you do not allow pain. Sometimes to push is a pain. Sometimes to push requires pain. But you said you would not allow there to be pain and you will not birth something new. And for that, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, Father, give us joy even in the midst of pressure. Come on, y'all. Give us joy even in the midst of pressure. Give us joy even in the midst of pressure. Father, so that we'd be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that we did not even look like the pressure that we were in, that we did, don't even look like the pressure that we are under. And fact, God, we would be just like the Hebrew boys, the Bible says that their countenance was better than the others, that their facial uh, uh, um, their facial composition was better than the others, that they looked better than the other servants, even though they were not eating what the other servants were eating. I pray that our pressure would even make us look better. Y'all better pray with me tonight. I pray that our pressure would make us healthier. Father, do, do the opposite of what the world says should happen under pressure. I pray that we would look better. I pray that we'd be healthier. 
I pray that we be in better shape. And for that, we say thank you now in Jesus' name. Come on, put a praise. Let's come up for breath. Y'all put a praise on the screen right there. Put a praise on the screen right there. Listen, guys, when it comes to prayer, you can ask for anything. You just got to test that thing in Scripture. James says, you have not because you ask not. And so some of you are like, God, I just, I know it's well for that. There's some prayers that I listen to people pray. And I'm like, if, if you don't shut that person up, because what they're talking about is mess. But they're talking about, Lord, we just know it's going to be hard on everybody. They don't listen. Don't pray that. You can ask for whatever you want. So why in the world would you ask for something crazy? Why in the world would you speak something crazy? You can ask for whatever you want. James says, you have not because you ask not. Don't put negativity on me. Don't put don't don't speak negative. Keep that over there. You have not because you ask not. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, I need you to like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. Listen, let me just do this too, real quick. Now, if you are in Atlanta, we'd love for you to be a part of our launch team there for Harvest Church Atlanta. We were there in February. It was amazing. And we're excited about the next time that we're going to be there for the next interest service. How do you find out more? Text H-C-A-T-L. H-C-A-T-L. Can I get a few of you to type on each platform? H-C-A-T-L uh, to 877-552-4746. H-C-A-T-L to 557-4746. All right, here we go. So the spring feast. Come on, Renault. Let's, let's go. Uh, the spring feast, right? So we talked about pressure, right? Um, so the, the spring feast represents sudden fast forward movement. Sudden fast forward movement. Sudden fast forward movement. And I talked about now, even when you look at the word spring, what does that mean? That you put it under pressure for the spring to come forth. Now, um, the first of those feasts, there's three fall feasts, four spring feasts. The first of those feasts is um, Passover, that whenever the blood was applied, the death angel had to literally pass over and pass by um, the Hebrews home. Whenever the blood was seen, the death angel had to keep it moving. Look at me. Here's what we're going to cover, and we're coming up on Passover in the coming days. Here's what we're going to cover. We're going to cover, watch me, we talk about Jesus was the final Passover lamb. I could go into more depth. I won't for the sake of prayer. But Jesus was the final Passover lamb. So we don't sacrifice goats and all that today and, and lambs and all that. We don't do that because Jesus was the final Passover lamb. We do not follow the ritualistic application as it relates to the feast, because Jesus was the final Passover lamb. Now, here's what you see. Wherever the blood was applied, the death angel had to pass over. Um, tonight in prayer, I always pray about what to pray about. There are some things that are supposed to take you out, some things that are supposed to be your lot in life, some things that are supposed to be what you go through because of this, of that. That Watch me. That We're going to pray that it passes over. Jesus, y'all better pray with me tonight. We're going to pray that it pass over. Um, you were supposed to be a statistic because of where you grew up, but it's going to pass over. Y'all not talking to me. You were supposed to not succeed because you're a woman, but it's going to pass over. You were supposed to not be picked because you're African-American. It's going to pass over. You were supposed to be in bankruptcy. It's going to pass. Y'all not talking to me tonight in prayer. It's going to pass over. Yesterday, there was a, a harvester. She's on prayer tonight. Um, wave wave at me, Stephanie, on whatever platform you're on. She was, on, um, she was at church yesterday, 
And when she came, um, they told her that she was supposed to be recovering and not able to walk and not able to do that. Put how long they said you were supposed to be down. You told me, I think it was like June or something. How long did they say you were going to be down and not able to get up and move around and all of that? To put it, type it in there so I can put it on the screen. Um, and, and what did we do? We prayed. And I said, we're not doing that. I said, my prayer is that you're going to have a quick recovery and you're going to be back um, uh, much sooner than that. Um, hear me, guys. The purpose of prayer is that you can ask for what you want. James chapter five. Uh, your kids were supposed to be um, messed up. But watch me. It's on Passover. Here we go. Till mid-June. But yesterday she was at church. Now, we got tons of testimonies like this in Harvest. This is just the one that I just thought about. Um, I was at church walking, moving around, doing what needed to be done. Y'all better hear me. What happened? What was supposed to be there passed over. Here's what we're going to cover in prayer. That what is supposed to be for you, that it passes over. Y'all ready? Jesus. Father, thank you for the spring feast. Father, the first of these feasts pass over. What was supposed to be is going to pass over. What negative statistic we were supposed to be is going to pass over. Can I get you to put some things that you have been told or that um, uh, or that was communicated to you that it's supposed to be, that it's supposed to be? That it's supposed to be. Um, you're supposed to be a statistic. Um, you were supposed to be dead. You're supposed to be. Put some things on the screen you're supposed to be. Because literally, the spring feast means it, it passes over, which means I don't care that it happened to everybody else on my block. It ain't happening to me. Y'all better come on here. Starting a church in Denver, I was supposed to have given up a long time ago. Starting a church in Denver as a black man, I was supposed to give up a long time ago. Dealing with the challenges and the warfare of the city, I was supposed to say, I don't want to do this a long time ago. Y'all gotta hear me, but it but watch me, but it passes over. Father, thank you that every negative thing that is supposed to be, every negative statistic that is supposed to be, Father, the spring feast, the very first one. It says that even if it happens to everybody else on our block, that it passes over. I pray for every marriage that's supposed to uh, be jacked up and broke down and messed up. Mm -mm. I pray that that pass over for every individual that is supposed to not make it. Father, that it passes over. For the person that says they were supposed to be dead on 9-11, Father, that it passed over. And I pray, God, that it's not just past tense, but it's future tense. Every plan and plot of the enemy, Father, we say make it pass over. Every attempt of the enemy to take us out in the future, we say God calls it to pass over. Every negative thought that we would have about our own lives, we commanded to pass over. Every negative outcome that is supposed to happen, we say God calls it to pass over. Every sickness that was called that would cause us to try to uh, um to, to, to interrupt our health, we cause it to pass over now in the name of Jesus. And instead, watch me, we tell every curse, pass over. We tell every curse, pass over. We tell every negative outcome, pass over. We, cut, we tell every Judas, pass over. We tell every hater, pass over. But we call the blessing, pass 
through. Come on here. Pass through. We tell favor. Pass through. We tell the blessing of the Lord. Pass through. We tell shalom. Pass through. We tell uh, being the curse breaker. Pass through. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You're not supposed to own anything. Mm -mm. That's passing over. You're going to own the most out of your bloodline. No shit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. This is the Passover, y'all. Literally, wherever the blood was. And, and, and how does that apply to you practically today? Well, when you become a Christian, if you go old school, they used to have this terminology. They say, I'm a blood-bought believer. I'm a blood-bought Christian. Literally, blood is an instrument of redemption. This is why the scripture even talks about um, in the laws of kashrut, as they're told, or the, or the kosher rules for eating. It talked about not eating the blood because the blood represents life, because life is an instrument of redemption. So everywhere that Jesus shed his blood, he was buying something for us. Well, literally, he shed his blood. He shed his blood. He shed his blood. He shed his blood, and he purchased you and I, which means we are blood bought, which means the blood is applied over us. So when we think of Passover, watch me, everything that would that's supposed to be, it passes over us when you are a believer in Jesus. You got it. When you are a Christian, this is why you don't need to worry about stuff. All you need to do is say, Passover, Passover. There, there's, there's certain crazy things people need to come to you when you just say, Passover. When people say, uh, uh, you ain't going to make it, mm -mm, Passover. When people say, it don't look good for you. So, oh, no, 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 no. Maybe it don't look good for you, but it look great for me, Passover. When people say, you ain't going to make it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Maybe for you, maybe you ain't going to make it, Passover. I want you to get this. That literally, the death angel, watch me, as the death angel would go down the streets. And if you saw the old school Ten Commandment movie with Charlton Heston, you saw it that way. Where, watch me, with one house, you would hear screams. And then in the next house, you would hear nothing. I pray that the screams the enemy hoped would come from your house, watch me, that, that they do not emanate from your house. And that they do not emanate from you. This is the Lord's Passover. Oh, my God. And I'm going to teach more about it over the next few weeks. This is the first of the spring feast, Passover. The second one, and this is where we're going to end in prayer tonight. The second one, and I already made reference to it, is called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Feast of Unleavened Bread. Can I get a few of you to type on the screen? The Feast of Unleavened Bread. Now. Somebody said how a tornado jumps, just like that. That thing will boop, 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 and it passed over them. Look at me, look at me, look at me. You are a survivor, and not just the survivor, but you took, you took what the enemy meant for evil, and you turned that thing for good. You turned that thing for good. You turned that thing for good. You gotta hear me. So the feast of unleavened bread. So why is it called that? Because the children of Israel, they literally come out of Egypt, um, and they come out of Egypt up this Passover, and the Lord says, "Pay attention." He says, "And this will be a beginning of years for you." Now it was one of these new beginnings that He created because the, the year changes at Rosh Hashanah, the feast of trumpets. But then the Lord at Passover says, "And this will be a new beginning." For you. See, the, the, the Hebrew calendar has four different starts predicated upon the reason. 
So he tells them, and this will be a new beginning for you. He says, this is going to be a fresh start for you. They leave Egypt. Look at me, y'all. And they leave Egypt rich. The Bible says they take silver, they take gold, and they take, they plunder the Egyptians. So watch me. Oh my God. I just heard the Lord real, real shiki. Here's what we're going to cover in prayer. And then we got to go to unleavened bread. Passover represented, watch me, represented sudden fast forward movement. Watch me in their prosperity. Y'all better talk to me tonight and don't get caught up just in cash, cars and clothes. Don't get, don't make a material, but I need to teach you Bible. Literally at Passover, they plundered the Egyptians At Passover. These people went from being borrowers to, uh, to, to being lenders. These people went Watch me from being at the bottom to the top. These people went from owing debt to being, watch me, debt free. During Passover, hear me, it was literally a time where the Lord transferred wealth from Egypt to the Hebrews. I just heard this loud and clear. Father, we command the earth, we command the earth to yield what belongs to us. We command the earth to yield what belongs to us. We command the earth to yield what belongs to us during Passover. Father, your word declares that they plundered the Egyptians, that there was instantaneous, sudden, fast forward transfer. There was instant, sudden, fast forward transfer. I call every check that's due us to come during the feast. I call every dollar that's due us to come during the feast. I call every debt that is owed. Father, we speak that debts would be canceled during the feast. In Jesus' name, Passover represented their prosperity. Father, you empowered them. Prosperity is bigger than cans, cars, and clothes. You empowered them. You blessed them so they could be a blessing. You blessed them so they could be a blessing. I pray that every deal that is due us, that it that it manifests during Passover. Every contract that is due us, that it manifests during the spring feast. Every pay increase, that is due us, that it happened during the feast. Every check, Father, that is due us, that it come during the feast. Every direct deposit that is due us, we command that it come during the feast now. In Jesus' name, I need you to put a praise on that screen. Put a praise on that screen. We are blessed to be a blessing. Jesus, that's good to me. We are blessed to be a blessing. That's your Bible. You can go read that for yourself. At Passover, they came out of Egypt overnight with silver and gold. And here's what the Bible says. And nothing that they asked the Egyptians for did the Egyptians withhold. The Bible says that the Egyptians gave them exactly what they asked for. Exactly what they... I just heard the Lord loud and clear. Come on, y'all. We only got a few minutes. We got to go. I need you to type on the screen. Everything he hears you ask for, watch me, during the feast, the Bible says the children of Israel got exactly what they asked for. If he did it for them, he is going to do it for you. I need you to type it on the screen and be as specific as you can. Go, 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 go put that on the screen. I need somebody to type on the screen for me, for our Atlanta location of the facility there, our permanent, uh, our first permanent facility there, our first permanent facility. Put that on the screen. Father, we're asking you to do that during the feast. We're asking you to do that during the feast. In Denver, we're going to pray for an even better one there. Come on. 
for in Denver. We're going to pray for an even better location in Denver. Put that on the screen. Put that on the screen. I need somebody to type that for me, please, because I can't type in pray. I can't type in looking at all three of these cameras at the same time. Come on, y'all. I need somebody to do that. The Bible says that he gave them, the children of Israel got exactly what they asked the Egyptians for. They got exactly what they asked the Egyptians for. They got exactly what they asked the Egyptians for. That during the feast, come on, y'all. Come on, thank you all. I see y'all. Thank you for putting that up there for me. Thank you for putting that up there for me. Thank you for putting that up there for me. Thank you for putting that up there for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you all. Now listen, he gave them exactly what they asked for. Put that on the screen, y'all. He gave them exactly what they asked for. He gave them exactly what they asked for. Student loans wiped clean, 800 credit store. I saw President Biden clear $12 billion of student loan debt the other day. We prayed for that. That came from prayer. Prayer brought that. Prayer brought that. Prayer brought that. Come on, come on. I see you over here on the Harvest IG. Come on. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Come on, come on, come on. I see you over here on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. Hallelujah, Father, you gave them exactly what they asked the Egyptians for. You hear us. You hear us. You do not turn a deaf ear to us. You hear us. You hear us. You do not turn a deaf ear to us. You hear us and you give us exactly what we asked for during the feast. Exactly what we asked for during the feast. Some of you all need to pray. Um, real specific right through here. Father, I cover every single of these prayer requests that are being placed on the screen right now in Jesus' name. And we pray, God, that you literally, Father, would do just what you did for the children of Israel. If you did it for them and you are no respecter of persons, Father, I call these prayer requests I call them praise reports tonight in the name of Jesus. I call these prayer requests, Father, we call them into praise reports now in the name of Jesus we pray. In the name of Jesus we pray. Listen, um, we only got six minutes left, so here's what I got to do. Um, the second of those feasts is called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Feast of Unleavened Bread. Guys, can I encourage some of y'all? I'm looking at some of y'all's prayer. Can I encourage you to please be more specific? Can I encourage you to please be more specific, as specific as you can? Because some of y'all, watch me, you're, it's so vague. He's going to give you what you asked for, but what you asked for is so vague. And you're going to be like, well, I didn't want that. Like, he should have known. Mm -mm. He gave them what they asked for, not what they imagined, not what they thought. He gave them what they asked for during Passover, during the feast. All right? Um, so here's the second of that. Um, right after Passover, they left so quickly out of Egypt that the bread did not have time to rise. So it's known as the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Feast of Unleavened Bread. Leaven in scripture means sin or error. Sin or error. This is why in the New Testament it says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. In other words, a little yeast is going to make the whole bread. Like I watched the Food Network on the Food Network. Um, they'll put a little bit of yeast in there and then it'll make all the bread rise, right? It's the same concept with sin or error is that a little bit will ruin the whole thing. Watch me. Um, yesterday, and I only want to use this to teach this from, but then we're going to cover it in prayer. Yesterday, um, from, from what I understand, I didn't watch the full thing myself, so let me say that before I am. Yesterday, an actor, Will Smith, um, got an Academy Award, right? Got an award, got an Oscar. Um, 
amazing, one of the few African-American men to get that award from that particular body. Um, amazing. But some of that was overshadowed because a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Y'all still putting these prayer requests on here. Y'all better do it. Keep going. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. So all of that is overshadowed by, by that. Y'all got to hear me. And I'm not trying to use this to talk, talk bad about Will or Chris Rock or any of that. I don't even want to get into the situation. I just want you to see the principle that even though this was supposed to be a great moment, this great moment was now overshadowed, hear me, by a little leaven, by error, by error, by error, by error. You got to hear me, by error. So I need y'all are praying these prayer requests. Y'all look at how specific y'all are getting. Come on here. So here's what I want to cover. For some of you, there, there are amazing things you want to do, amazing things that you do. But what happens is that a little leaven leavens the whole lump. The little error, it's like having a little bit of bleach in your in your in your laundry. That little bit of bleach is gonna tear up everything. Um it, listen, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. During the Feast of Unleavened Bread, just for one cover in prayer, we're supposed to self-reflect and self-correct. We're supposed to self-reflect and self-correct. So here's what I want to do. And we covered this in prayer um, a little bit, but but I want to task you with something. Um, during the feast, God, it, it, that pressure he allows, some of that pressure is that you can see you. And when you see you, I don't want you to run from you. I want you to check you. I want you to check you. You ready? Y'all better get specific. Come on here. Father, in Jesus' name, give us the grace to, when we see what needs to change in ourselves, to not run from it, to not avoid it, but Father, give us the grace to make the change in it. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Listen, guys, we've only got two minutes left on prayer tonight. If prayer bless you, be a blessing to it. Guys, this is amazing tonight. Um, it, true to who I am, even though I'm here in Memphis and on assignment, doing what I'm doing, um, that we don't miss prayer. Can I, can I encourage some of you? Use that as an example for your own lives. Don't show the Lord you're committed to your assignment. Show him that you're consistent and, and don't give the Lord excuses. And when you show God that you can be trusted with your assignment, then he'll trust you with more. Listen, um, if you were blessed, be a blessing to prayer tonight. Uh, what should you sow? What should you sow? I want to encourage everybody to sow something tonight. It's the last day of, or it's the last Monday night prayer we're going to have during the month of March. And I want to encourage you uh, to sow tonight. Um, how can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Omar with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zill, Givelify. All of that's available. I got you. I'm going to give you a amount um, over here on the high risk I got you some. Um, PayPal, Venmo, Zill, Givelify, and Given. All of that is available. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. What should you sow? Um, here, here's what I want to encourage you to sow. The children of Israel, they were in the wilderness for 430 years. Um, and then the Bible says, to that very day, did they exit, excuse me, not wilderness. They were in Egyptian bondage for 430 years. To that day, I want to encourage everybody to sow something with a four, a three, and a zero. You want to do 430, 430, 4,300, 43,000. You loaded 430,000, $43, uh, $34, whatever. Something with those three numbers. 
in it because that really encapsulates the essence of the Passover. It encapsulates the essence of the Passover in that, just like that, things change. Sudden, fast forward movement. Uh-oh, I just, I want to bless somebody. Come on. I see somebody over here, Sharon. Sharon says she wants, uh, wants to go to Harvest Bible College this year. Sharon, because you put your request out there and I just happened to see it, um, um, I'm about to bless you. I'm about to bless you. Sharon, you see? Listen, let me show y'all how fast this is going to happen for y'all. Uh, can I show you in action? Y'all better be sewing. You can use the badges over here on Instagram. Sharon, I am going to sew into you. I'm going to sew into you myself and associates uh, of biblical studies. I'm going to sew that into you. You said you want to go to Harvest Bible College year this year. You're going. I need y'all to put a praise on the screen. I need y'all to put a praise on the screen. It's going to happen just that quick for you. You're going to ask for it. The right person is going to see it and somebody's going to make it happen for you. And so I don't see y'all praising God. I don't see y'all praising God in this chat. It's going to happen just that fast for you. It's going to happen just that fast for you. So I'm sewing that into you. The only thing you're going to have to cover is the application fee. The, 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 the rest of the tuition I am covering for you, for your associates level. You want to go further, you can go further, but I'm covering your associates in biblical studies. I'm covering that. That's all you have to pay is the application fee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Put a praise on the screen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Listen, all right, guys, if if you were blessed tonight, make sure that you sow something with a four, three, and a zero. Lastly, if you're on here tonight and you are not a, look, look, uh, 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 same God that made it happen for Sarah is the same God that can do it for me. Come on. Come on. Listen, here's what I want to do. Um, if you're on here tonight, if you're on here tonight, and you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, tonight is your night to recommit yourself to the Lord. And thirdly, if like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where I stand with God, but I want to be sure. Sharon, all I need you to do is email hello. They're, they're on here. My team is on here. They're on here right now. All you need to do, thank you for that, Aaron. All you need to do is um, um, email to uh, hello at harvestchurch.church. They got you. They'll tell you exactly what to do. Um, listen, if you're on here tonight, you're not a Christian or you need to recommit yourself to the Lord or you want to be sure, like this is for me, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure wherever you are at, whatever platform you're on, on the count of three, I need to do one of two things. It's 903, we're over time, 903 Mount or Central. I need to do the hand with emoji or say it to me, you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you are at, no guilt, no condemnation, no saying. One, two, three. Respond right now. Do the hand wave emoji and say it's me. And to become a Christian for the very first time. But what does that mean, Bishop? It means you give your life to God. Well, what does that mean? It means that you're saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. But guess what? You're saved from yourself. You're saved from hell on earth. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure wherever you are at, wherever you are at, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got digital ambassadors every, on every platform watching for your decision so that you can move in what God has ordained for your life. I'm going to count you down. Five. I'm waiting on you. Four. I got you. I see you. I see you. Four. I see you. Three. Hallelujah. Two. Don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. One. 
listen, guys, why do I take the time to count people down? Because sometimes it takes people a little time to respond. Sometimes people are like, I don't know if I want to do it. Can I say this? I sense that there's still a couple of you that need to respond. You're like, I don't want nobody to know. I don't want nobody to know. You're in a safe place. No judgment. Nobody's going to beat you down. Nobody's going to do that. You're going to be loved and loved to life. You got to hear me. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to now run this race. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I need you to text the word decision if you just prayed that prayer to 877-552-4746. If you just gave your life to the Lord for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, even if you're watching on one of the replays. Listen, guys, go sow if this bless you. Um, something went a four, three, and a zero. 430 years, that's how long the Hebrews were in Egyptian bondage. And the Bible says, to the very day he brought them out, because he said it ain't going to be a day longer. And for some of y'all, you got to hear me, um, there is a scheduled exit from some of the drama and the mess and the bondage and the frustration and all that. There's a scheduled exit. You're not going to miss your moment. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow night, 9 o'clock mountain. 10 o'clock Central, 11 o'clock Eastern on the Bishop Foreman IG and the Bishop Foreman um, uh, TikTok page. We didn't get an opportunity to take um, requests for other people tonight, but we covered exactly what we were supposed to cover tonight. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Again, pray for me. I pray that I have a testimony tomorrow. How many people came to the Lord? from the uh from the funeral service on tomorrow old school old school people say funeralize that's actually the word from the, the funeralize and somebody said, i remember the first time i heard a baptist preacher he said i had to go funeralize somebody i said yeah do what and i said oh wow that's a real word so um um thank you for your prayers i appreciate that tremendously i pray that i have a testimony of how many people come to the lord tomorrow so y'all pray for me all right love you guys have an amazing night Shalom. Shalom, guys. Shalom, y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's